This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Victor and Andrea. Andrea's making a very weird face right now. I'm not sure what that's all about. It's just the way my face looks. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's been uh, the no comment there. Day. Yeah, I was going to say. So you are currently in the process of getting a new phone. Somebody, you, you think it's possible? I think I was pickpocketed by a professional. Truly, wow. I really do. I've already explained myself, but the only things that were gone, I actually, normally I am a very forgetful person and I will leave my purse sitting somewhere, you know, and just forget the whole purse. Not this time. I still had my purse and my keys, but my debit card was gone and my, and my phone was gone. So I think it's the work of a professional. Yeah, I, I can tell it's still it's still emotional. It's very so. fresh and raw. Now, is it possible that you set them down somewhere? No. Or maybe left them? No. no, not at all. No. No. You're, I think well, that I only had one strap over my shoulder. Training, you probably are really aware of your surroundings. <laughs> no. So that's... Uh, I am very unaware of my surroundings. I can admit that 100%. And, uh, yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm telling you, like, Ocean's Eleven So stuff. you haven't found the debit card either? No, I went and canceled it yesterday and had to order a new one, and they can no longer print them at my bank, so I have no money and no phone. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. Well, I did get some cash, but I don't want to say that on this podcast because someone else will try to come Yeah, find you me. never know. I know. Wow. So if, um, if you, you should just be like me and always just have headphones in. That way it's connected to your phone, and boom, somebody goes to pull it. There you go. They don't even have headphone jacks anymore. Oh, yeah. Which I, I hate. That was the worst change ever made to an iPhone. I am in a mood <laughs> to complain today. You know, but iPhone, not the first uh, electronics device to, to go for that. I recently got a, well, not recently, a few months ago, got a Game Boy Advance SP. Of course you did. Because I wanted a special version with the brighter screen, the 101 model. Oh, my gosh. And uh, the issue was I went to go plug in my headphones, and I realized there was no headphone jack. This was in, you know, like 2000. Had to 2000. get a converter, didn't you? Yeah, I had to get a converter to plug into the back of it where the uh, power it's supply goes. It's all a scam. It's all a scam. But I will say, it's been interesting to be without a phone for just this short amount of time. Has it been freeing? In a way, absolutely. I'm wasting a lot less time, yeah. which is good for me because I waste a lot of time. Yeah. So, honestly, Jim and Bill, <laughs> they were like, we liked you better today. <laughs> We were worried about you because, because they you got more of my attention. Well, They're both attention starved. We were worried about you because you hadn't responded to any of our uh, Twitter messages. I know. You were posting on Facebook. We didn't know what was going on. We thought maybe you'd been kidnapped, but instead it was just your phone. Kidnapped and still posting on Facebook. <laughs> That's impressive. Well, I think. So or is that their cover? Yeah, Another professional. <laughs> Another professional. Well, if you're the person out there who took Andrea's phone, shame on you, uh, and you know, give it back. Just think about think about the children. Poor Andrea. All those pictures of her dog on there. Oh, why? Don't say these things. I'm just worried about Are they the in the cloud? I don't know. I'm not a tech savvy person. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Everybody's like, do you back up? I'm like, I don't know what that means. So probably not. Yeah, we'll just take this and that. I'm, guessing I'm a grandma in every way. Well, um, we'll just we'll set up stuff next time for the next phone that way we'll, we'll Seriously. Talk about this. You and we'll you Jim Caldwell it. need to adopt me and just try to get me through life until I find a husband. <laughs> and then just pass you off. Which may never happen. Welcome so to the patriarchy. You may be stuck with me forever. Oh, well, let's not, let's not wish that on me. So, uh, <laughs> this week, we have one of our first, uh, I don't want to say requested, but he was excited to be on the podcast. Everyone else is kind of, you know, they're like, well, Reticent. I guess I'll do it. Mr. Phil Pendleton. A-plus a player. Love. Game to do it. 
Hopped right in. Well, I think the reason Phil had to be uh, more, what is the word I'm looking for here? Intentional about doing the podcast because he doesn't work in the building. That's so true, he did have before. to be here to participate in it. And apparently his son is a huge fan, which just melted my heart completely. Shout out to Connor. Love you, Connor. Where we talk about uh, I miss you. Come visit. This. So yeah, um, Phil, the, the, the first one-man band here in uh, this market. So kind of exciting to hear his stories and just all the craziness he gets into and how he got started, you know. Bill Bryant. Bill Bryant. So, that old devil. <laughs> so here you go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Phil Pendleton. We're here today with Mr. <laughs> Phil Pendleton. Smooth start. I feel pretty good about that. (laughs) I've been looking forward to this. I have listened to all of your podcasts, and I think it's the coolest thing ever. I mean, it really is. What a great idea. Phil, stop it. You stop right now. No, I'm serious because I've been listening. I was listening listening to yours about your final – or not your final four. I wish it was a final four. I know. I wish it was the NCAA and how you had all your bad luck, and it was just – this, this is great. This is hilarious. You can relate to it. He said something very similar happened uh, to him yes. in Houston. Yeah, you yeah. Left your bag with your mics I left in my. It? I left the bag with all my with oh. all my mics in it in a, in a taxi cab. Amber and I had just shot a story somewhere. Get back to the sat truck, looking for my. It was a fanny pack. I, you know, and I keep my Those mics are back in. now. Just yeah. So hey. Know. Anyway, <laughs> and it was not there. And looking around and looking at that truck, and all of a sudden, oh no, I left it in the cab. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Houston, Texas. You know, right. Houston is like there's a lot of cabs. Tra- traveling, uh, traveling from like here to Cincinnati. That's how big the city would be. Oh. And anyway, a little while later, I get a phone call. Didn't recognize the number, so I decided to answer it. Hey, man, I'm I'm your it. taxi driver. He's the Jamaican guy. Yeah. You know. <laughs> of course. He finds it. He drives it all the way back to me, and he says, "Are you going to give me some money, man? You know, because <laughs> I gave him twenty dollars of my per diem." And Which we said is way cheaper I mean, than new microphones. Say, that's, a, yeah. that's a deal there. I mean, oh, you yeah. brought it back. So. so if you've listened, then you've heard me say because sometimes we'll talk about how we started. I'm always like, "Yeah, you know, I was one of the first one man bands in Lexington, except for Phil Penn." Yeah, we always <laughs> have the you, disclaimer. You were already doing it, uh, and I, so I guess how did you get started in the business? I mean, you well, how long is the podcast? Well. <laughs> I I have been told that Bill had something to do with Bill you did, in. and in fact, um, and it, there's kind of several things. First of all, my background is in radio. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I went to EKU like many people here did. Same here. A lot and, of colonels. And yeah. I'll get to Bill's involvement in just a second. But anyway, I mean, long story short, when I was in high school, I did not want. I wanted to go into broadcasting. I won a speech team competition when I was in junior high school, mm-hmm. and. And when I was in eighth grade, I won a speech team competition in broadcasting. The judge was like a guy from WVLK Radio, and I wanted to go into radio. But I, I wanted to be like a disc jockey. I didn't want to be in news. Mm-hmm. And actually, I wanted I wanted to, to work like for something that would be kind of a cross between like Double Q and K-Love. I wanted to be like in Christian rock radio. Mm-hmm. That format didn't exist and really still doesn't exist in this area. But anyway, long story short, go to college, get involved with broadcasting there. And one of the professors said, you've got a knack for, for writing news. So start working, you know, in several small-town radio stations, Stanford, Kentucky, small-town, very, very small-town radio station. You know, there's like six people who work there full-time. And um, But it's really interesting because we're at the time of the year we're in right now, March Madness. I noticed that, you know, this is like 96, 97, 98, how much fun 
all the people look like they were having covering UK. Looked like. <laughs> yeah, looked like. Yeah, from what your show. Yeah, if you haven't listened to any of the podcasts, go back and listen to Andrea's about you know her adventures in uh, Jacksonville. But anyway, and I thought that you know, so there was one day Bill Bryant calls me, and at the, t- at the radio station because he knew that I was the news director mm-hmm. of this little station. He said, calls me up and says, I am looking for a church that somebody got snake handling church somebody got bit oh yes uh can you find this church and help us out here so i get in our station van drive around garrett county trying to find this church can never find it get back to the station call him up and say bill i said i couldn't find it i'm sorry and he's like oh don't don't worry about it i said bill by the way i said i know you have a background in radio Mm -hmm. i said that's all i that's all i've done that's all i know i said do you ever hire anybody to work in radio uh, in, who anybody who's worked in radio to work in television? And he goes, well, you know how Bill talks. Well, right. <laughs> you know, um, maybe, but usually we hire people that have TV experience mm-hmm. only. You know, and I said, well, okay. What, what year was this? This is like '98, '99, maybe. Now, was this during Bill's stint as a Bill spent a small amount of time as a news director? You know. Here at the I don't station. know. I'm not I, know that. I think he was. He there was, was a hiatus where Bill was the news director for a little while. I in think between. this was still like when he was just he was like the noon mm-hmm. and the five thirty anchor. Gotcha. And he did all the political stuff then too. So you hit him up for a job. So yeah, Smart. and 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 didn't hear anything for a really really long time. Well, go on to work in radio for a, a few more years, and then actually get out of the business and start working for a newspaper in Danville, as they're like you know, reporter for Garrett County. Are you from Garrett County? No, I'm actually from Lexington. Okay. I actually gra- graduated from Lafayette High School. And the reason why I'm in where I am now is my my wife uh, is from that area. And, okay. And that's, you know, just it's home, you know, for her and, and now for me. So anyway, um, I kind of lost my tra- train of thought here. So no, you, you were working, you moved out of the business yeah, kind okay. of to the newspaper. All right. And years later, Bill Yeah, like you? two years later. And, and see, I had thought... And, and like right after I had that conversation, they hired like a, a guy, mm-hmm. you know, like a like a young guy, kind of like a Garrett Weimer kind right. of reporter. I thought, well, there's no chance. I'll that never I'll, it ever worked. Well, and I'd forgotten about it, and I really didn't even have a desire to work in television news again. And and, and all along, you know, all the editing and the equipment, that technology, it scared me to death. Oh yeah, it's when I was in college, I you know I don't know if when you were at EKU you did everything in groups. Mm-hmm. Well, I was never the person that edited because that scared me to death. I mean that was back in the tape to tape days. Mm-hmm. You know when you you put like a like a VHS tape with one VCR and another VHS and another V and you're recording from right. one tape to another. And that that whole process just scared me to death. I didn't want to learn how to do it. So anyway, um, come home from work one day. And my wife says, you're never going to believe who left a message for you on the answer machine. I said, who? She, Bill Bryant. I was like, our phone's unlisted. How did he get the <laughs> oh, number? He's good. He's good. How did he get the number? <laughs> and, and, you know, and I'm thinking, okay. So I went back and listened to the message, and sure enough, it's like, it's Bill Bryant. And I call <laughs> him up, and <clears throat> he says, look, we have this position in Somerset that we we have interviewed a bazillion people for we cannot find the right person i said it's it's you're, you're going to be working by yourself you're going to be the reporter the photographer the editor and you're going to be going to work at this office in somerset and and you're you're going to come up here and train but after that we're going to basically set you loose mm-hmm. are you interested 
And if you I'm were like, intimidated by editing, yeah. this had to be intimidating. <laughs> and, and here, and when this There's happened, everything. Yeah. I was working from home, writing for a newspaper and loving it. Right. Did not want to leave that job. And I was going to turn it down. I went in for the interview, and the interview lasted like two hours, and I still was thinking, I'm going to turn this down. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was like 99% sure I was not going to accept the job. And then, out of the blue, my grandfather calls me from Arizona. And, um, you know, and I said, I told him, he said, what, what, are you, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm thinking about taking a job in television news, but I think I'm going to turn it down. And my grandfather just laid into me, are you serious? You're going to turn down a TV job? You're going to, you know, why would you do that? And I got to thinking about it, and I talked with my wife about it, and, and we, we thought about it really hard and prayed about it, and, and I thought, you know, I'll give it a shot. Exactly, yep. And I did. Yep. And I tell you what, when I started working, I mean, it took me a long time, and, and the first package took me two hours to edit. <laughs> I'm still like that. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 it's how so it started, and and you know, I mean, fifteen that was fifteen and a half years ago. It's hard to believe it's been that long. Thank yeah. goodness for that phone call. I think that's what Oprah would call a God moment. You know, where it you're was. looking for guidance, yeah. and then all of a sudden, there it is. Yeah, exactly. And you needed it. I mean, yeah. there have been many times where I'm like, I wish someone would just tell me what to do. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah. But uh, and, and then you just get in the group. So essentially now, whenever something happens in Southern Kentucky, you know, especially in the morning meeting, we'll all kind of talk about like, okay, well, Phil's covering this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then occasionally one of us will get sent down. But generally, if something's happening down there, you're on it. So let's go ahead and describe for people what you do, because you're kind of separated from a lot of us yeah, most of the time. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of take you through a typical day, okay, eight between 8 and 8.30. You know, I, I basically work from home now, mm -hmm. and it's kind of ironic because the job that I had before this job was a job writing for a newspaper working from home. Well, now I work from home pretty much because we don't have that office in Somerset anymore because of the equipment we use. We're able to feed video back through, you know, cell packs. And I was going to say, everything's kind of condensed down to yeah. you don't need a separate office now. You don't. You can just do it. And I can work out of the car, work out of the house, or come here, or just, you know, I can, you know, work at McDonald's or something, yeah. you know, anywhere. So um, I, I call in Jimmy, our assignment editor, and sometimes I'll have an idea what to cover. Sometimes he'll have an idea. Like today, this day, you know, is, is going to Laurel County to follow up on this tragedy where this – two-year-old child died and and following up on that but um and then i'll i'll go do my story and i'll shoot it and then i'll edit it usually i always have to have something for noon you know always have to have something for always. noon. always <laughs> doing something for twelve thirty today yeah, yeah. Uh, and and so you do that and then I, I sometimes i'll go back to my house and edit or if i can't get back to my house i will just pull off and just work out of the back seat of the car and edit there and then feed my story and and that's that's pretty much it but uh every day i i tell people i really like what i do because every day is like an adventure you, and you and it's you like never a, know. it's like forrest gump you know it's like a box of chocolates you just never know what <laughs> you you're gonna get i mean it's, that's you know. exactly right now how was that transition because i know newspaper is totally different you have a lot more time to say what you need to say but yes. you got to condense it for for TV news. I think it's it's hard because you're you, you know you have to have a you know that always say about minute 30 or a mm -hmm. minute 20 
sometimes you can go two minutes, but most of the time, like last night I was, and like last night I had a very different assignment because I was working a rare Sunday night shift and it was the Elite Eight, so I had to go down to State Street. Oh, I saw that this morning. <laughs> Honey, they were laying on the street. And that just, was, yeah. Yeah, and, I enjoyed your pictures. And I told I told some people in doing that story, I said, I said, you know, I really want Kentucky to win this game, but something tells me if they lose, we're going to find a better story. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's true and it was. And that guy laying down in the middle of, in the road was just, that was hilarious. And, uh, I mean, poor guy. He, I mean, he really got it. He, he literally was weeping. He oh, was I know. bawling. I was like, he's the only one that truly feels it. I think yeah, everybody yeah. else joined in as a joke, you know, but he was in uh, tears, yeah, you know? He was. Yeah. was so sad. But, I mean, you are kind of known for hard news. I feel like most of the time you don't right. you don't get a whole lot of fun stories no. to tell the truth. Yeah. I mean, if you were to ask me, like, what was my most memorable assignment, mm-hmm. I think it would probably have to be a jailhouse interview that I did. Oh, gosh. Those can be interesting. Uh, I was uh, – in uh, it was in Whitley County, and these guys had 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 robbed a, a bunch of places, or they'd broken into a bunch mm-hmm. of places and stolen a bunch of stuff. And anyway, they so I go and get a jailhouse interview with these two guys, and it's like Beavis and Butthead. Oh gosh! And you're like Jackpot or, or Bill and Ted <laughs> or Wayne and Garth. They were bragging about it. Of I mean, course they were. hey man, yeah, we bra- we stole a bunch of liquor, man, and we're still waking up from it. Oh no! And then, so, but that wasn't the the funniest thing. Was is a couple of weeks later, the judge down there, his wife works in the probation and parole office. They broke into there and stole like some kind of pocket knife that was that he sentimental had, or something that, that, that was sentimental value. Yeah. And so, anyway, when the judge found found out oh. about the when the judge found out about the jailhouse interview and the fact that they stole his pocket knife, he threw the book at them, and oh, they may man. still be in prison now. They probably are, but they're together, so that's <laughs> important. Yeah. You know, they have each other. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh, it is funny. We rarely get those jailhouse interviews, but when you do, they're typically pretty good. You have to be a character to be willing they, to. You either get a downright confession, right, or a downright denial. Mm-hmm. And the confessions are funny. And I mean, like last year, I did one where this guy in, in Laurel County. I says, "Like, what happened?" He goes. Well, Phil, I gotta be honest with you. I got a really bad meth problem. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he yeah. you know, and it was a story where he, he was driving a car and or no, he was the passenger. Mm-hmm. Well, he he like he like literally pushes the driver mm-hmm. out of the car, the guy lands on the road, and he takes off and leads police on a high speed chase. We're talking about jailhouse interviews. Oh, okay. Sorry. And we're yeah. like, you either get a total denial or a confession. That's, that's <laughs> the thing of doing this podcast in the middle of the, the working day. I, I had to take a call to step away. We had to edit out one of Phil's calls. I mean, this is. All right. Well, Phil's story is more interesting, so let's I, get back to it. <laughs> well, I just heard somebody just throw the, yeah, throw the driver out and then take off. Yeah, okay. I was talking about a jailhouse interview that I did when uh, the guy, you know, told me he had a meth problem. You know, that's why he that did it. Happen. Straight up. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I have done jailhouse interviews before, and there's a skill to it because. You don't want to start with the hardest question first. I've been in an actual – I was once a photographer with someone, and we sat down, and the very first thing she said, she looked at the guy and goes, so did you rape her? Oh, gosh. Which is just – I mean, oh, wow. immediately put the guy on the defensive. And, yeah. you know, like once, as the case went down, I mean, he did. It was awful. Yeah. But you, you kind of – you got to start with – you got to ease into that. Yeah. So if any, any question that might, you know, just end the conversation, you want to leave that for last. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there is an art to it. Yeah. But yeah, you're, it's true. also just interesting being across in jailhouse interviews from people because sometimes they'll just tell you everything. They don't care. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't mm-hmm. know, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Not so. everyone in jail is a bad person. They've done something bad. But I remember I did a story where they were training, you know, dogs that help kids with autism. Mm-hmm. And, like, these are some of the nicest guys. Well, but then you go back and look at what they were there for. And it right. was terrifying. You're like, didn't see that coming, you know? Yeah, you know, exactly. There are the occasional innocent people in jail. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to your job. <laughs> <laughs> we went off on a tangent, but... I don't know how you do what you do because I don't have the self-discipline required to go home and work on a story and get it done. <laughs> Too many distractions. I, I tell would you get what, distracted now, so I, easily. It's not really necessarily things that distract me necessarily, mm-hmm. but I tell you, working from home, of course, I have kids. Right. I was going to say, what's it like when, you, when your family's okay. home? Because now, I, now, my daughter is, is 19, and she's in, she's in college, so she's kind of like not there a whole lot. Um and, but even if she was home, she, she knows not to bother me. Mm-hmm. And Connor, and we can probably tell, do a whole podcast. I was say, on shout Connor. out to Connor. Yeah, and we, we've Connor. got we we, we got to we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Connor in a minute. But Connor is more interested, and he's kind of like, okay, what what are you doing, Dad? You know, mm-hmm. and things like this. And he loves it when I work from home, so he can just kind of watch I was me. Say, he likes to watch it. Yeah, happening. Uh, but then my youngest son, Keaton, he's 12, and he'll like, Dad, give me something to eat, you know. <laughs> While you're voicing. Stop, and I'm like, uh, Keaton, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm editing. I'm technically working. So <laughs> yes. Yeah, but, but no, I mean, they're, they're great kids and everything, and I love them to death, uh, you know. But it's just funny, though, because sometimes, you, you you know, there are some distractions you have to deal with when right. you're working from home. But if, I, if I'm on a really intense story, a lot of times I'll just – go somewhere else right. because I know that I've got to, you know, devote focus. a lot to it and focus on it. Yeah, right. I get that. Well, let's get into Connor for a second. Yes, we got to talk about Connor. He is a fan of what you do. He, he is a fan of everybody here. Oh, he's a fan here. of WKYT. Really? Yes. He, he just, he, he enjoys the news business. He does. And uh, a few years ago uh, on his birthday, we asked him, so Connor, what do you want to do? Because, you know, like the kids, like, oh, we want to go to the trampoline park mm-hmm. or we want to go to uh you know chuck e cheese or something like that he wanted to come here <laughs> to the station that's sweet as that he really i mean he this was probably four or five years ago yeah. i guess he wanted to come here and just seat people and uh, he loves it here he absolutely adores he wants to have his picture taken with yeah. with everyone i think he had his picture taken with you he victor did. one yep. time yeah. um he's all into the weather he just he loves to go talk to jim and chris and uh, and and he really, I tell you, when when Micah was doing the weather, and, and Micah really latched onto him. Micah mm-hmm. was so good with him. And uh, and, and uh, one thing he loves doing, uh, you know, we all have to work the sport boat and recreation show. Yes, yes. he looks forward to that <laughs> every year. We actually were paired with Sam Dick, and he thought that oh, was the coolest ever. Because been two hours hanging out with yeah, Sam. Yeah, and he he loved that, and uh, he loves uh, coming, bringing the toys for the. The, the Christmas mm-hmm. thing, the yeah. Mountain the of, Hope, of Hope, Mission yeah. of Hope. He loves doing that, so yeah. Well, I mean, it's so good. Honestly, it's good for us when he comes because yeah. sometimes it's easy to get caught up in jaded. things, to get yeah, to, and to be reminded jaded. that there are people that that we that do this have is a, cool, a job. cool job. Exactly. Yeah. And so that might be special. your daughter one day, Victor. You never know. I mean, I, if it's anything <laughs> like it already is, she'll probably just be like, uh, "Enough, Dad." <laughs> Stop putting my pictures on Facebook, Dad. Right. Yeah, that too. You're out of control. <laughs> out of control. I told Mandy so that you know every year I'll get a reminder that these pictures popped up and we'll be happy, but. Yeah, I think it's maybe just a vanity thing. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So you wrote a book. Two books. Five, Two bo- books. five, five books. books. Five okay, books. Okay, there we go. Yeah. We're up to what? five now. Yeah. What is that? For? How, 
Where do you find uh, time? Well, that, that's a, that is a good question. That's kids, I, I have no work. idea. Now, a few years ago, I was thinking about that jailhouse interview with mm-hmm. the, like the Beavis and Butthead character that I was telling stories. you about. And I thought, you know, there's been so many stories, and it's like the way that I went from you know radio to this and. Because and, and, when, I, I, when I worked in radio, when the TV people would come to, to Stanford or Danville or Lancaster or wherever I was working, I was so intimidated by oh, them. Yeah. And, and some, some of them were, were, were nice to me. But, and I hate to say it, but a lot of them were kind of like, you know, you're the little radio person, you know. And they were, you know, and, and they, I was very that? intimidated. So I always try, and, and I probably failed this a few times, Whenever I go to a small town and there are radio people in respect, I try to treat them with the utmost respect. But anyway, I thought all these different stories, you know. So I wrote a book called One Man Band just talking about all, all the interesting stories. And then uh, a little while later, a couple years later, an attorney in Somerset said, you know, you should write some fiction novels. You could like, what are, what are you working on today? Oh, this guy got beat half to death in Rockcastle County, left for dead. Would make this into like a story and like okay so i thought well you know and i, I came up with a story i they called it the answer and it was about this sheriff in missouri and he works with this reporter to help solve a mystery mm-hmm. and then i wrote a book called forgotten yesterdays which was kind of like a romance novel mm-hmm. you'd, you'd like that andrea i'm sure i would <laughs> yeah i would so, need some romance so then shut up I, I thought, what if I made a sequel to The Answer, and it was just about the news reporter, mm-hmm. and it's this guy called Vince Martin. So I wrote another book called Darker Days. That's my most recent one. And you would like it, too, because it's about, okay, this guy named Vince, and he is dating this girl mm-hmm. in college, and she and her dad just, like, vanish off the face of the earth. And then, like, he, he's working all these different stories, and all these women start disappearing. And he's wondering if they're somehow related to what happened to his fiance, and it's got a happy ending. Uh, but that's my newest one. So anyway. oh, I have to check these out for sure. Yeah. And my mom would like them too. She reads a lot and she loves a romance. I've heard about yeah. your mom before. Yeah, <laughs> Darnell. Oh, and I've got to say this about Darnell. I think Darnell's was probably my favorite. Enjoy, yeah, he, uh, his was a good one. I worked with Darnell Passion. yesterday, and I said, Darnell, I've got a name for you. You are the philosophizing photog. Yes. <laughs> and he loved it. He said, that's going to be my Twitter handle. That's awesome. <laughs> he don't have a Twitter. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't even have, Facebook. have a Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. That's a really good summary of what he is. He was really good. And he I mean, inspired it's like me. It's deep, good to work with him. Deep yeah. stuff. Yeah. And he's got some great ideas. And, and, and his idea, like WKYT Films. And, oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of things I, I think we do. We that don't fit into that traditional right. minute 30 mold yeah you know, exactly so. well something else i mean you did that was not traditionally what what people get to do around here i remember you and adam not too long ago went and covered a hurricane right right those have really become my favorite assignments yeah. um and i've gotten to go on several of those trips um you know i've covered you know the the sports the mm-hmm. final fours and the sec tournaments and things like that not very often but a few but my favorite thing is to go follow kentuckians salvation army red cross whoever that's you know baptist relief mm-hmm. following d- them down as they help bring relief to these ravaged areas and in fact darnell told me after i got back from missouri one year or something he said you know 
those stories that you do, that's the best stuff you do. And I was like, I really enjoy that. You, you can know? tell, yeah. Yeah. It so. makes a difference. Right. Yeah. Well, we had Steve Hartman in the other day, and, you know, I really, what he was saying resonated with me about how, you know, sometimes the news can get a little skewed. Like, it looks like everything is bad. And it's not. There's all there's yeah. really good people out there. Right. And it's important that every now and then we make the time to tell those to stories. To remind people. Yeah. About, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I'm with you on that. I, I appreciate that you do that and want to do that because it's not easy. Yeah. And, and another big part, I feel like if we interview Phil and we don't touch on it, we'd be missing something. Your faith. That's a big important Big, yeah, that's important to you. It is. It is important to me. I, and, I, and I don't like wear it on my sleeve probably enough. Mm-hmm. But I, but I want I mean, I, I try to make that known to people about my faith in Christ and stuff like that. Um, I tell you, somebody I really admired a lot in this business was John Lindgren. Mm-hmm. And I think Sam may have talked about him a little mm-hmm. bit. Sam actually replaced him here. Yeah. Right. And I really followed him a lot. And he was he was very active in like speaking to people and things like that. And um, yeah. And it was really interesting. I was actually good friends with his son in high school, but that was before I didn't even want to go into television news. (laughs) It scared me to death. (laughs) But I think just the way you carry yourself sometimes is one of the best things you can do. And you're always kind. And like you said, you take the time to make sure that everybody feels special and that you, you know, make a good impression. And eventually those, those relationships can lead into that. And, you know, you're able to do it. How often has it because you were, you know, kind to somebody, uh, working at a newspaper or radio or something like that, how, how often does that pay off for you story-wise whenever you get tips that you wouldn't otherwise? or does I, it You know, I've had people tell me, and they sent me Facebook messages that, you know, I really appreciate what you do. And I can, you know, I've, like, covered a tragedy or mm-hmm. something like that. And, and people will say, the way you covered that story, I can tell you're a good person or something like that. But you, you know? can. I, th- I yeah. think there is some truth to that. Yeah. And I mean, and not always, you know, sometimes you cover a bad story and people, how dare you show that picture? I mean, I mean, or, you know, like a few weeks ago, covered a bad car accident, you know, and like, you know, the family is going to hate you for showing the picture of that mangled car. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just, you get something like that. But, you know, most of the time, I'd say 80, 80% of the time, it's positive. Yeah. You know, people are positive, right. so that's good. It's not mm-hmm. easy to do that kind of thing. It's like, yeah. you know, we're people, too. We have families. Right. Like, it's not like we don't, we aren't affected. Yeah. But we do have a job to do, and sometimes it, it can be hard to walk that line. You yeah. Know? So mm-hmm. it's tough, but yeah. you do it well. I, I really you, you do that. a good job, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's been, so where can people get your book? Watch. All right, well, Amazon. Uh you know, of course, they're closing like all the stores everywhere. It seems like you know, like regular bookstores. Well, the yeah. drones will bring them to us anyway. If you if you if you go to Amazon and search my name, mm-hmm. and then like one man band or darker days or the answer or forgotten yesterday. Once you find one, you'll be able to find them. Yeah, all. Yeah, they're all there. And and then of course, I tell people that hey, you know, if I'm out and about, and I see you. I, I will sell you one and sign it for you right there on oh, the scenes. I love it. So that's that's what I do. That's how I've sold most. And that's like John Grisham and some of these real famous authors. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how they got started. They literally you sold their books, on their their books out of the do. back of their car. Yeah. Well, and I think that you know, especially Connor, your kids are going to appreciate that so much one day. But it's a lot of people. You know, they go back and they write their stories, and it's good that you're going along along so that you know they'll know you they'll know yeah. all the things you went through and yeah and that'll be there forever right so that's yeah. really cool i love it 
Anything else you want to talk about? I mean, you're such a big fan. You've listened to all our podcasts. Yeah, I mean, we talked about my kids. I don't know uh, my my <laughs> wife Alyssa, but she she's kind of a private person. She probably she's a school she's like, teacher. No. Uh, <laughs> she's a school. She te- well, then what's that like for yeah. her being a private person, but being married to somebody who's on TV every day? You know, in the area. That's the other thing. Um, you know, up here Lexington's big enough that we all kind of blend in. But I'm sure down there, it's like, oh, there's Phil. Yeah, she 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 she. she I mean, she thinks it's funny. You know, it's like she likes watching, like hearing about the funny stories, you know, and, and it's funny. Like last night I was trying to do my stand up on State Street and these guys were like, like commentating on me. Hey, you're doing a great job. <laughs> oh, you're doing gosh. a fantastic job. Of course, they were very enumerated. You know, and, and so I put that on my Facebook page and Connor, of course, runs in and shows it to my wife. And hey, <laughs> look at this. And Aww. She's like dying laughing, but yeah, you know, she, she, she just kind of stands back, but she, she encouraged, she encouraged me to take the job because that's one of the things when when I went from newspaper to TV, I said, look, I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to be home as much Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And she's like, well, you're not going to be gone all the time because I know what this business can do to some people and and do to some marriages, you know, and it's tough on some people. I was going to say it is tough. Yeah. Especially when you're so gone or if you work just completely opposite shifts, you know, you have people who their spouse works a normal nine to five job and then they work nights. So they, you know, kind of pass each other. They, they see them for 15 minutes when they Lee get K home. Lee and Kristen. Yeah, I mean, they hard. rarely get to see each other. Well, especially in their yeah. situation. Cause they kind of, one of them has to be taking care of the kids while right. the other one's here. So they, right. by design can't be really here at the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's tough. You found yeah. a good one though. She'll put up with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've been married. In fact, we have been, we will be married this June 25 years. Aww. So, What's that anniversary? Do you have to do anything special for that? Well, we're 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 taking the family to Myrtle Beach. Oh, <laughs> all right. Heck yeah. Connor yes. can get some sun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, Phil. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking to thank us. Thank you for this having me fun. on. I've, I appreciate I've learned it. a lot that I didn't know. And, this uh, has yeah. been an honor. Thank you. All right. Well, Andrea, how do you think that went? Well, I'm distracted because I still am thinking about calling Bill an old devil. And that's not what I meant. I hope everyone realizes that I meant ol as in O-L with the little thing. Oh, as in old English. Ye old devil, like ye old country pedder. More peddler. like old yeller, I think. Oh, okay. Not ye old English. <laughs> I was going back to, uh, yeah, anyway. But um. Phil is a treasure, and I can't wait to get his books. I, I want guess, to read all I know, of them, I including say, the romance, the romance one. Yeah, I'm getting treated. I'm going to get that for my wife. So there we go. Um, I hope you all enjoyed that. I know I did. It's always good just to hear uh, things you don't know about people that you work with, people you like and enjoy their company. And so we get to get to find that out about Phil. I concur. Now, let's move on. I know probably the audience is not nearly as excited as I am, but we have teased this a little bit. You've created a game. I got one ready. Uh, I... I, I will expand on it more, but today will be the first installment of Bailey, Bailey, or Bailey. I'm going to ask you a question, and you have to tell me if it pertains to Barbara Bailey, Chris Bailey, or WWE superstar Bailey. <laughs> I love this game. All right. I'm ready. I hadn't told you the name what before now. What was the other guy? WWE superstar Bailey. His name is Superstar? Her name is Bailey. No, I'm Oof. just referring to it as WWE Superstar. I'm already failing. Her name is Bailey. I think I'm negative points right now. <laughs> She's All her. right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, this first Bailey, during their first year of college, they were a music major. Barbara, piano. Dang, you nailed that one. Ha ha. You, you had that one right off the bat. All right. I'm an old devil, too. <laughs> 
Phil's uh, old devil ways have rubbed and, and that's, off that's on what, me. Should we ever get Barb in here, she will tell us about her time as a piano major. Not going to happen. It will never happen. But, but if it does, it will be with Bill because she said that's the only way she'll do it. Oh, yeah? She's a very shy person, allegedly. Well, allegedly is very strong because I, I've anchored with Barb some recently. And, yeah, she's feisty. Yes. So. Very much so. All right. Uh, here we go. This next Bailey's middle name is Rose. Chris. Chris Rose Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Superstar. No, you already, you already said Chris. Uh, yes, it was actually <laughs> Bailey the Wrestler. Her real name, Pamela Rose Martinez. Ooh, that's very fancy. I love the middle name Rose. Everything sounds better with Rose after it. Victor Rose. I think, I think Andrea Rose. We, 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 we discussed that for Vera. It's a we, pretty middle name. We didn't go for it. Um, and just keep in mind, I maybe haven't listed all the Baileys in, uh, I may have only have used two of the three Baileys. How keep dare you? Uh, so, uh, the, the third question, and you've already got two out of three right, so I consider you a winner. I only and got I one. You said I got the second oh, one yeah, wrong. Oh, you're right. You got, you're right. This one, <laughs> you have to get right. There's only three questions? On their Twitter profile. Oh, goodness. They have the phrase, if you troll, I block. Okay. It's not Barbara. That much I know. Barbara's not a big Twitter person. <sighs> I'm going with Chris. You're right. It is Chris I Bailey. I knew it. He, has, Honey, no, he does not suffer fools lightly. He don't mess around. he will around. block you. He's all about the Twitter. He has by far the most Twitter followers of anyone at this station. <laughs> Doesn't he? Right? Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I don't doubt that. Weather people moment. always do. Meteorologist, excuse well, me. Well, and he's, he also interacts uh, with all the sports people, and he's, he's so yeah. He's, he's a just, huge UK fan, so he's always tweeting about that. And he's, he's just a good follow. So He I, is. I, he's I a funny why. guy. So there we go. The first installment of Bailey Bailey or Bailey. You got two out of three right. I consider you a winner. I think we should have Chris and Barbara together because... I, I know I have been asked many times. Oh, if he is her son? If they're related. <laughs> son, whatever. But uh, I'm sure they get it they all do. I was, the I was, time. I was anchoring the other day with both of them on set. And Probably as much as we get, about. oh, you're so much skinnier in person. Mm, I get a, a so much. Yeah, I look bigger on TV. That's what I get. Yeah, I do too. And uglier. People are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> People, you know what? People are awesome. I was out last night shooting some stuff, and there was an entire family who stopped and uh, came to tell me how much they enjoyed watching me and Lauren and Adam. Aww. And, um, they were, you know. Just uh, say, well, if you like that, you'd love the podcast. Conversations <laughs> with have. Victor and Andrea. I should have sold them on you this. You need to learn to be your own agent. So, and we saw, um, I saw Lauren posting today. I guess she officially on air. Uh, I miss her uh, already. W, uh, up in Cincinnati. Yeah, I miss her. Yeah. She's still in our Twitter conversation. Well, at some point, we, may, we, st we still may play the uh, her going away her and Caitlin's going away thing. I'm, I, I haven't listened to it yet, but, you know, if, it, if it's on the end here, you'll know. All right. Um, and also, the, I, li I listened, there was more with our conversation with Steve Hartman kind of afterwards. We talked a little bit uh, while the camera was still rolling and Ray was getting, we, there was some good stuff there. So, I mean, well, throw I may, that in there somewhere. I some put that in bonus there some, some bonus content. You know, maybe one week yes. when we're just busy and not getting stuff done. Oh, that Who will knows? never happen. No, that one. Somehow Honestly, we keep getting it done. Even I don't understand. I mean, we're. Figuring this out. We got nothing for next week. Nope. So that could be, we oh, may well, be speaking to My next week plans are ambitious, but it's going to take a few people. So we'll, we, may, we may get that. We'll, you we'll are it going out. so above and beyond. You've got the Bailey game and 
That's it. My issue is, I'm basically, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. Still, more uh, than I. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm doing this in the middle of doing everything else. Like, we don't really have time set aside to do the podcast. Right. We basically just have to steal time when we can. Mm-hmm. Well, I so. will assist you if I can. Well, I appreciate In that. recruiting help. All right, All right, are we doing favorite things? Uh, we are. So, uh, mine, this week's pretty um, easy. Well, first off, Game of Thrones is back. I haven't watched the first episode yet, so do not talk about you it. You won't believe how many people die. Um, anyway. I don't believe that, first of all, because my brother didn't spoil anything, but he said it's kind of a slow one. Yeah, it basically sets everything up. It's a setup, up. yeah. I still liked it, though. There were, there were some reveals, uh, a lot of um, good reunions. Anyway, so as my wife and I, we were going to go to somebody's house to watch HBO just because we, we don't have Too it. Too poor. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. And finally, we realized, Same. you know, we're adults, and we have Amazon Prime, so we could just add HBO to Amazon Prime. So good we did for that. you. Yes. Um, Can I have I, your password? <laughs> Well, in, in a few months, we'll uh, cancel it because, you know. I only need it for the same amount of time I was going to say, I know, for the next six episodes. But one benefit is we decided to also watch all these HBO shows that we had never watched before. Like, at some point, we'll watch Westworld. She wants to watch Pretty Little Liars. Is that it? Or no? Dangerous. Thing. I don't know. Something. Anyway. You know it's you. <laughs> nice try. I know uh, that it's but you. But we watched the first episode of Barry and got hooked. I've heard good things about this it show. It's very good. It's Bill What's Hader. It about? Yes. He's an assassin. Okay. Who is in L.A. for a job. And as part of the, his initial cover, he, he goes to this acting class and discovers that acting might be his true love. Aww. But he still has to murder people. <laughs> and so it's uh, a, bit, a bit dark. And, uh, Bill Hader's funny, but yeah, Bill Hader's great. He directed the first episode, and it's that's what surprised me was how just how funny it was, but how the the violence serves a purpose. Mm. Yeah, I may have to bite the bullet and get HBO as well because there's so many good shows, so mm-hmm. many good shows. Like I love Veep, I love Curb. That's and and everything is so piecemeal now. If you The Sopranos, if you get everything, you're essentially at this point paying as much as you probably did for cable. Right. So I think what a lot of people are going to start doing is get services for a few months, then drop them, because mm-hmm. Disney Plus is going to be coming out soon. Yeah, I need to get rid of Hulu because I only watch The Bachelor on it. <laughs> that's all I use it for. I love Hulu. I watch One Punch Man. That's a some Japanese. Manga. I still haven't watched that. Um, you know you gave me those DVDs of whatever that... Oh, The Raid, yeah. I'm never going to watch them. No, They're still sitting on the floor of my bathroom upstairs. Oh, Don't know why. Don't well, go. I am a clean person. Move them out of the bathroom at least. Uh, yeah. So I gave <sighs> you The Raid to watch. Uh, Letter Kenny on Hulu's great. It's a Canadian television show. It's really funny. Um, and Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. That's the main reason I have Hulu. Those are on Hulu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. goodness. I can so I can watch Superstar exactly. Bailey. <laughs> Just because I refer to her, her as WWE Superstar Bailey. Oh, her name's not Superstar. Her, superstar, her name's not Superstar Bailey. It's I just thought Bailey. her name was Superstar. <laughs> no, I, okay. Well, we figured that out. So, okay. yes, just Bailey. So, for the next installment of Bailey, Bailey, or Bailey, you'll know it's just Bailey. That's a great game, by the way. I'm really impressed. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes. All right. So, my favorite thing this week, I don't get to watch it in real time because of my schedule and going to bed at around 7 o'clock. Um, but... American Idol this season, I always end up watching the clips, which is really wonderful. You know, you don't have to watch all the extra stuff in yeah, you between. Don't care about the people. No commercials, no nothing. No, I care about the people and oh. but it's like I can just watch their their singing. I've never seen so much talent in one season and everyone is so different. I have no idea what's going to happen because yeah, they all fit a totally different niche. 
And they're all so good. They're all so good. Wow. Yes. So that's your advice. Watch American Idol online and just watch the clips and don't have to worry about no, watching the whole I mean, thing. No, I mean, watch it however you want. I don't think it's on our station, so Yeah, no. I was going to say, good job promoting just a show that's not Facebook. even here. Yes. <laughs> if it's not on CBS, don't watch it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think I really like, there's a guy named Alejandro. Oh. Mm, he's fabulous. He reminds me a lot of, like, um, Dave Matthews. He's got a very oh, really? Dave Matthews-like voice. But his, he's I mean, a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> Words are just escaping me today. Um, a savant. Oh. Like okay. every instrument he plays, he's incredibly talented. And it's just fun to watch him. And he's so shy. It's so crazy to see what he does on stage because he can barely look at people in the eye when he's not singing. But then he's just yeah. amazingly flourishing. So he's really when... good. And then there's like a little. Honestly, he's like a young Elvis. Oh my gosh, Lane Hardy. And, and I remember it, they had this one thing where they came out and performed like on a beach for some reason. And he goes, y'all wanna party with the Hardy? And immediately all the judges were just like, oh dear God, we've created a monster. Uh, well, <laughs> but right. he's so good and he really is kind of binding the whole Elvis vibe thing. And then there there's a brunette girl that's really good that they compare to Kelly Clarkson a lot. Mm. Her voice is incredible. And then a guy named Uche, who is just... There are a lot of people on that show. They're in the top ten now. Okay, all right. I thought you were just going to list every single person you've seen on the show. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, they're all so good. And, yeah. uh, The fact that you're remembering their names is, yeah. And I don't even watch the show. But I've just fallen in love with them on Facebook, basically. So if you can watch American Idol, do it. And uh, just look up clips like I do if you're trying to save time. Well, everyone, we hope you enjoyed that. Um, we'll be back next week with an episode of who knows what. Um, we'll oh, figure it out. Gracious, <laughs> we'll we'll go for Barb. At some point, I have to do a clips episode. I'll be like, "Here's our greatest hits," and it'll just be us like hits. awkwardly laughing at each other. I don't know. <laughs> There's plenty of uh, material for that. Yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Hope I get a new phone. Bye. All right, so we've all agreed this was a real bad idea. <laughs> Andrea, how do you feel? I just hit my teeth with my keys, so really good. All right, that's where we are. If you uh, hear the background noise, it's because we're at West Six Brewing for the going away party of Lauren Miner. This is so sad. And Caitlin Sintner. Yeah. Lauren, how are you feeling? I'm sad. I'm feeling a mixed mixed emotions right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sad because I love everyone at KYT, but then I'm also happy that I'll be a little bit closer to, to home and only mm-hmm. be working about 20 minutes away. So it's bittersweet. I'm just sitting here realizing how ridiculous this is that we're doing this <laughs> in, a, in a brewery. in this place is thinking as we're holding well, we also, and how bad of an idea this is. <laughs> to make it even worse, I decided to bring my dog, which weighs more than all of us combined. Uh, Lauren's husband was telling me how um, you are apparently uh, sloppy all over from your dog, like... like you have slobber all over you, is that right? Make you cut this it's part the out. first time I've been called sloppy, sir. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> this uh, this may be the most heavily edited um, version we have. So, Lauren, you're, you're, you, you are going to stay in the Gray family, is that correct? I am. The yeah, same I'm company, Wallen? I am. 519 up in Cincinnati. I'll be working same hours, so that's good. Monday through Friday, 
4 a.m. to about noon. I'll just be doing live shots all morning, breaking news, and maybe some fun feature live shots as well. So it'll be good. I'm excited. Bittersweet though. Like I'll miss obviously you guys and everyone else at the. That's the thing. I think we were all so happy for you because we know how much you have to travel. Your commute is crazy, and we don't understand how you've done it as long as you have. And then with the twins, yeah. it's like nobody wanted you to leave. Nobody. I mean, it's it's one of those situations where I did it for so long that I got used to it. But then when yeah. you add two new babies into the picture, you're like, okay, this isn't The only thing getting her through was our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. really. Knowing that she had that to look forward to. <laughs> the fact that I got to listen to your podcast, especially with Steve Hartman, because that was the coolest thing ever. I mean, that was really I was cool. freaking out, as you could tell. You, but you said that, but as I was listening to the podcast, it didn't seem like you were freaking out. Like, I feel, I didn't see you. You didn't see her shaking. I didn't see the shaking. He had to rip the paper out of my hand. I was a nervous wreck. But then, I mean, I, but I couldn't tell. Like, you, you asked those questions flawlessly. And this I is why we don't want you to leave, because you're so nice. <laughs> Yeah. I, I have my moments. I'm sure everyone in the Yeah, yeah. On your on your what next to last day, you had a you had a uh, a trying day. Yeah, it was She ended up giving hugs to Jimmy and telling him sorry. Oh, I love Oh, my I wife love, is in the background talking to Noah. We'll talk to her at some point. Yeah. I did. We did. We're at West 6, yes. Um at some point we're going to talk to Caitlin. I mean, Caitlin, are you ready? She's making a face. Uh-oh. I can I can just We'll come over there, don't worry. We'll, co- we'll come to you. Move in on these conversations. There we go. All right, well, Lauren, it's been real. It's been real. Uh, I may never see you again, but I appreciate the time oh we spent gosh, together. Stop that right now. Um, yes. Yes. This it will, will be heavily edited. All right. And now, someone who we kept meaning to get to. Yeah, you haven't been on the podcast yet. Now I feel terrible. And now you literally get to be on. Um, this will come out after you've left. So. How are you feeling? Okay, so let's talk about not the negative about you leaving because we're all very sad about that, but let's talk about what you're doing now. You have a good job lined up, right? Yeah, I'm excited. So, Southern Christian Church Children's Ministry. Super excited about because I do that part time now and the kids are just awesome. What ages? Right now, I I'm skeptical. They're still sweet then. They listen to you. I'll be third through fifth grade, which is just really cool. What's exciting to me, I didn't have this growing up, and they just get to have so much fun. I'm like, man, if I had this when I was little, it's the cool spot to We would have some sense if we had this when we were little. (laughs) Well, and it just, yeah, it encourages you to stick with it. So that's kind of, that's pretty cool. What's it going to be like for you getting out of the business? She doesn't know. I don't know. I'll have (laughs) holidays off. That is Victor's wife that you just heard screeching, by the way. Yes. Continue, um, Caitlin. I'm sorry. Holiday <laughs> like Thanksgiving. I'll wear Christmas and Easter, obviously, but still get to go to a service, which is I'm awesome. Say what you would be doing anyway. Um, normal, of course. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so, is normal. So what were some of your highlights while working at WKYT? I think one thing, you probably have a great story here. You got stuck in the snow run time, right? Oh. Right? I know it was a long time ago, but it's legendary. Second month at KYT, I was told, drive down 75, it's closed. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? It'll be reopened in an hour. So naive me. 
and my photographer, we just we just drove down 75 and then got stuck there for 13 hours. So. Oh my God. Yeah, a little bit of PTSD driving down there. I'm sure. And it, it became a cautionary tale. Everybody's like, well, watch out. You don't want to become like Caitlin. Yeah. You poor thing. What did you do for 13 hours? Um, I don't even know. We listened to music. We she blocked it out. People that were around us. Um, I was hungry. I'm sure. We didn't have water. That was the lesson learned. <laughs> yeah. But when I got back, everyone just wanted to know where we went to the bathroom. <laughs> oh my, really? <laughs> we are awful people. We, yeah. Uh, this is what reporters ask. I'm not surprised, though. We should be though. better than this, but we're not. But we're not. Cool. <laughs> well, Caitlin, we're happy for you. We're sad to uh, not have you in the and newsroom. Also, one thing, since we haven't talked to Caitlin yet, she's a oh, newlywed. How is married life? It's awesome. No, it really is. Um, we just bought a new house somewhere in Lexington, so that's really So great. much change. I don't know how you're dealing with it. I can't handle that much change at once. I know. But we have a dog child, so oh, he really is. Dogs are like children. Tell me about it. I feel like it's prepping me for life. Uh, it's great. I'll give that a mild high five, having had both dogs and children. But go ahead. No comparison. No, I think they do. They prepare you for responsibility. Uh -huh. However, um, I can't throw my daughter out the back door to go pee, and that's a real downside. Someday. Although once I can train her to do that, I'll be set. Someday you can. The well, here's the other thing. When the dog um, goes to the bathroom, like afterwards, when you're changing a diaper, it's not trying to do like um, break dancing while you're putting the diaper back on. True. Yeah. And, and kids do. Our dog got an attitude for a month straight and pooped inside the house at least once a day Ooh. for an entire month. He was telling you something. That's horrendous. It's a bittersweet move. <laughs> bittersweet. I will, I will miss Victor and I will miss but I'll see you all. Yeah, we'll, we'll all be around. Hopefully you'll still be here. That's one thing I think that makes this whole thing easier. And Lauren's not going to be far away either. I mean, Cincinnati's just a drive. Like, it's no big deal. And she'll be working at her sister station, so we'll see her face pop up occasionally. We'll take a zoo trip. That's what we were talking about. I wasn't invited. No, you weren't. Andrea wasn't invited, but I was talking about that Lauren. Oh, yeah. I always forget about that. And King's Island. Wait, Wanna... who? We? Yes. Yeah. At the media people get I'm passes. Since ticket. when? Always. Since always. Disney. Don't worry, I don't have a plus one. You can be mine. <laughs> I don't see that changing anytime soon. Yeah, you get free Disney fine. tickets. I mean, you got to go all the way down there. but I have heard about Disney, but I didn't know about the others. She's learning stuff all the time. Glad I can teach you. Yeah, cool. All right. What kind of dog is it? Golden Doodle. Oh, oh my gosh, so precious. He's not. Cute. All right. Nice. Uh, well, any any parting words of wisdom for all the people who are wondering where you went? But they can come see you, right? They can come to Southland. Yeah. Well, they can come visit me in Southland. There you go. Words of wisdom for new reporters? For whoever. <laughs> we never know what we're doing. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> well, Caitlin, thanks for talking to us. We appreciate it. <laughs> this will never air. <laughs> I told them this will be the most heavily edited <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs>